What's going on, everybody? This is the I Am Pitts Podcast, and this is your host, Dexter Pitts, otherwise known as DP. And you all know I'm going to definitely drop a disclaimer on this one. The opinions and views you're about to hear in this podcast are the opinions and views of mine and mine alone, and they are not a reflection of my department or any other organization that I'm with. I really got to say that on this one. I really got to say that. <laughs> oh, so I'm going to start with a joke. A black guy and two Mexicans walk into a bar. <laughs> Not really, but... <laughs> so, this is a special podcast, man. So, it has been 15 to 16 years since I have seen these two guys. So, this weekend, being that it's Memorial Day weekend, I am in Kerrville, Texas, with my battle buddy from Iraq, <laughs> Joshua Cox. Excuse me, Sergeant Cox. That's his stage name. <laughs> <laughs> And our fister, I don't know what you think when you hear the term fister. Not the same type of one on Pornhub. <laughs> no. That's our FO, our Ford Observer. Our Ford Observer from Iraq, Randy Guerra. This is the first time we have literally seen each other in like 15 years. The last time I saw Josh, he was smoking some Joes in Alpha Company. <laughs> he was smoking the mess out of him. And I was so glad I couldn't get smoked because my arm was all banged up from Iraq. So I was untouchable. But like I said, it's been 15 years, man, and what a better what better weekend than Memorial Day weekend where we get to reunite and be back together again. So without further ado, it's my boy, my battle buddy, Josh Cox, and my dude, Randy. Go ahead and say what up, fellas. Hey, how's it going? What's going on, guys? All right, man. So we are here. We got Josh's mom here, Mama <laughs> Keller. Hey. He got his brother, Jeffrey, and his, right. and his dad. Yeah, everybody. So we're all here hanging out, man. The only black guy in the whole town. This is wonderful. It's beautiful. <laughs> everybody, there's five. There's total five of us in town now. Everybody looks at me. I stopped by the gas station yesterday. I was like, "Oh, you're not from here, are you?" We needed someone to change the light bulb. I was like, "How'd you guess I wasn't from here?" <laughs> Yo, so like I say, 15 years, man, and it is. It's been an interesting weekend. It just goes to show that when we get together, bad things happen. So last night we were in San Antonio. We decided to go eat at Papa Do's. And for some odd reason, we're on the list. We get passed over. Next thing you know, we decide, hey, we're going to go have some drinks somewhere. Hopefully they're going to call us. We go back to Papa Do's like 45 minutes later. It's been almost like two hours. I'm like, oh, there's still 20 people ahead of you. There's 20 <laughs> people ahead of us when we left. Yeah. And so we go back, and we decide to leave. We go to this place called Magic Time Machine, and we're about to sit there and have a good time. We order some drinks and oh, yeah. some appetizers. I don't know why this dude over here is eating stuffed mushrooms. What was that about? That's a, well, that's that's being elegant. Elegant. I've known you a long time. There's nothing elegant about you. No, that's, uh, that's why everybody says about the parents, right? Yeah. Hey, so, he thought he was elegant because he ordered calamari. Put, put my first uh, mushroom forward. It was pretty good. Yeah. But as we're eating the food, the lights go out. And so I'm sitting here thinking this is all part of the show at Magic Time Machine. It was actually a bad storm that came through San Antonio and the lights went out. So the next thing you know, we just ended up going to Whataburger. <laughs> And that was it. And Ooh, I got man. the Nova had me worried when we went to uh, <laughs> the gas station. We walked in. The dude at the counter was arguing. He yeah. was arguing. We, I, 
I've been policing a long time. I know trouble when I see it. <laughs> yeah, I saw you look. Like, yeah, I was looking. I was. This dude is He's out looking. there about to jump over this counter or pull a gun and shoot somebody over thirty dollars. So I just went in the back and mind my business and got my drink. Well, yeah. their voices were getting stern. Oh, it was. They were getting stern. She's like, "No, I didn't." He's like, "Yes, you did." I was just about to give him thirty dollars so we could all live. That would be a good Mexican pumping the gas. There you go, man. <laughs> Oh man! Them stuffed mushrooms are legit, by the way. No, (laughs) it was all right. They were good. The cream cheese made (laughs) it. Because I was anticipating to eat alligator. Remember, we We was. We were supposed to eat good calamari. We were supposed to have some crab legs. (laughs) And I wanted that tornado drink. The hurricane. The tornado. The tornado was it? (laughs) Texas tornado. I don't know. Oh, I thought it was a hurricane. You wanted. Y'all don't get hurricanes here. Well, Houston. Yeah. No, along the coast, Gulf Coast. There, Gulf Coast. Note to self: Don't oh. live on the Gulf Coast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Note and to unless self. you got good insurance, then you're gonna get paid. <laughs> <laughs> and note to self: Don't be anywhere around the three of us because bad things always happen. Yeah, it was it's, weird. It's, yeah. it's always bad. It's been 15 years, and just being back together is crazy right now, especially for Memorial Day weekend. Who remembers what it was like when we deployed? Like, I just remember the feeling, man. Like, me and you were so excited. And I don't think we didn't meet you till actually, Randy, until I think were we already in country or were you with us before we in deployed? Country, in country, in country, move over from first to fifteenth, and they they were trying to just say body counts over there, you know, bed counts. Mm. So they set this over to two fourteen and bunk out there. Yeah, with you guys, oh, yeah. And right before that, and that's we actually did a on-site training. We we uh, with the like we did out there in uh, Kuwait. Remember we did we the live fire ranges, yeah. yeah. With our green paint, we got our crazy green paint paper. in the desert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they say make up up. I'm like, okay, <laughs> make up up. Yeah, <laughs> look like a tree. I hear uh, it. Hey, so, hey, what were y'all thinking? I remember when we were at the RDF, the Rapid Deployment Facility, and we were walking to the tarmac to get on the plane. Remember Omni Air, the probably the worst flight I've ever had in my life. Those seats were so <laughs> tiny, and I was a big man. And I just remember, I just remember walking on the plane like, I hope I don't mess up. That's all I kept thinking, like, man, I don't want to get nobody killed. I don't want to get killed. And I was just terrified, but I was excited, man. What were you thinking getting on the plane, Josh? I was thinking, man, this is what it all leads up to. This is all the work I've been doing, all the way I've been feeling, everything I've wanted. You know, I, it's time to see if I could survive combat. I want to be the first kid on the block with the confirmed kill. Exactly. I think you up. succeeded. <laughs> yeah. What were you thinking, Randy, getting on the plane? Mine? It was more like a, it's finally happening. Not more so because I wanted to go be a badass or anything like that. More just I think mine was like I would imagine be like a lot of other guys. It's got a lot of anger and regret about how the cards were dealt to you. You know, whether you had no parents, you had nobody watching you, you had no home. Mind you, you know, 13 schools I went to before I graduated. That's that I graduated technically a year early. I didn't do senior year. I did what I needed to do academically, and I went seven home. So it's when I went in, it's like, what do I got to lose other than to gain? I don't know. It was maybe an escape, I guess, is what an exciting escape for me. It was definitely an escape. I remember watching Black Hawk Down. Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching Black Hawk Down like, I need to be in the military. Like, I grew up in the military. Up, I didn't want nothing to do with it, man. It wires yeah. me up on a lot of things, I think. I don't know about you guys. I'm sure y'all oh, yeah. like, just uh, oh, yeah. it be, I don't know, enjoying more things 
More better. Listen, bro. You, listen, listen, listen. Look, listen. I know you're talking to. I know you're talking to me. You don't have to try to talk to me in my native tongue, homie. More good. More better. More better. More better. More better. You've been in San Antonio too long, dog. That's an ad for some chicken. This more better over here. More better over here. Get a rope. Yeah, Texas. Old Texas, man. That's funny. Feels like home. I remember when we got to Kuwait, man. It was so hot, and being that it's this is Texas, it kind of feels the same. Y'all are crazy down here, dude, with this heat. How do y'all live here, man? Man, like the lizards do under Humid. a rock. Under a rock, <laughs> yo. Yeah, that's true. The humidity, cool. man. Even downtown River, they make what they call lunkers. A lot of people probably like Lunkers? It. Yeah, it sounds like bunker, but it's because it's very similar. A lunker, it's underneath the water. <laughs> it's, it's basically just like a bunker under the water on the side of, under the sidewalks. Mm-hmm. So fish have a place to get cool here in Texas okay. on along the river. Is that where the Hispanics go, sir? You know what? To the lunker? <laughs> this is where all the Hispanics go. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's like the Iraqis sleeping on their rooftops. Yeah, yeah, because it's so That's hot. Hey, bro, I don't blame them. They go underground yeah. to the water. I, hey, dude, I remember waking up in uh, our tents. Oh, my God, it was so hot. I remember I had, like, mm. my sweat was pulling in my belly button. Yeah. It was yeah. so hot. <laughs> so, yeah. And then my first time using the port john in Kuwait. I thought I was gonna die of dehydration while I was taking a oh dropping a deuce, man. <laughs> I was like, you know, you always think about the class that came before you. You know yeah. what I mean? I was like, if it's this jacked up in Kuwait right now, I'm like, yeah. what about those guys in like March of '03, February, like yeah. April of '03, man, when they didn't have yeah, shit, they didn't have I was, nothing. I was stuck out there in uh, South Korea during that time, actually. Yeah, I was still in high school, but I was trying yeah, to see I if I could still, graduate early, man. I was like, I was still I'm gonna miss school, the whole man. war. Lo and behold, 20 years, we still there. <laughs> Yeah. As a matter of fact, we just talked to one of our buddies. He's actually, we called him on a Facebook FaceTime. This dude's actually in Afghanistan right now. Yeah. They're shutting, he's shutting down the base. Uh, John Beauvais, uh, Beauvais, I hope you know Beauvais. you're a traitor. He went over to 431. Oh, I can't believe man. him, man. We'll forget, we'll Holy forgive bear. you for that, homie. We'll forgive you, man. So, what happens? We'll, for, we'll forgive a bear because we know a bear. We know a bear here. Right. Dexter Pitts. <laughs> I, I told you my nickname in boot camp, man. My drill sergeant called me uh, Blue from the Jungle Book. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you said they called y'all shit bricks. No, no, no. He called me specifically Blue. I'm fucking with you. Shit <laughs> We all were, though. He, goes, he walks yeah. up to me one day and goes, Cox, shut up, shit brick. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I want to do like that, man. I know you're a smart guy. I saw you more like a yogi bear. Smart than the average bear. Taking everybody's picnics and MREs, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't steal your MREs and make your bed collapse like somebody I know, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, I got a 16-year bone to pick with this dude still. Hey, man, technically, those are the Army's MREs, man. But it's my tax dollars. It's my tax dollars. It's my tax dollars. You made my bed collapse. <laughs> I have to. Oh, you know, I didn't look at it like that. It is my tax dollars. I had to leave. So the story is, when we were in Iraq, we lived in these trailers, man. Very nice trailers, air conditioned. So I got an idea from my buddy to put my bed up on MRE boxes so I could have room to put all my gear under my bed. And so I come back in from patrol one day. Cox had the day off. I come into the room. This guy's laying on the bed. So I take off all my gear. I'm getting ready to get comfortable and chill out. I sit on my bed and my freaking bed collapses. And I'm trying to figure out what happened to my bed. I'm looking and I see that one of my MRE boxes is like kind of halfway open. And I'm just like, Cox, 
the hell did you do to my bed, man? Yeah, he's like, man, I got hungry, man. I didn't want to go to the chow hall. Yeah. That's right. I remember that. Exactly man, I was so mad. Um, so I know you were. You were mad. Just that whole time. Talking about, the chow hall is literally behind our chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was in the walking distance, y'all. Oh, I was distance. so mad, dude. Distance. Absolutely mad. Ooh. I remember the first time we went to the chow hall in Camp Burien in Kuwait. Well, I think it was like at least a like a half a mile, yeah, maybe, man. That was a. It was hot as hell. There was nothing there. It was a ways. It was a long way. Long way. Camp Buring, right? Yeah, Camp Buring. Yeah. It was nothing but sand and sky, dude. Hey, Man. remember when we were going out to the field? It was right before we get ready to go in Iraq. We saw that dude, that our that Kuwaiti, he's butt naked in the middle of the oh, desert, sleeping on a cot, <laughs> and he yeah. had the donkey. He had dude, the. How far did you drive? <laughs> we we were out in the middle of nowhere, dude, yo. That was like wasteland desert. Wasteland, yo. This dude it was like wasteland <laughs> desert, and then like a guy. On a fucking GI cot, butt naked, yeah. and he had the donkey. He had the donkey. They had the donkey. Had the, donkey. The, uh, the rope was tied way. around the donkey's neck, and the rope was tied to his ankle, so the donkey wouldn't man. run away. Bedouin, man, <laughs> the first Bedouin I ever seen. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's, oh, I was that's like, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. I remember somebody was like, "Welcome to the Middle East." <laughs> yeah. Any of y'all ever remember hearing bagpipes out there? Bagpipes. Yep. Thank you. I don't remember bad parts. Thank you. That's that's how off it threw me when I was going. Remember we had uh, in the back, and uh, I believe it was Kuwait. In the back we had our tents. That's where a certain somebody felt it was a good idea for us to hydrate until we puked, right? Oh. We're going to go <laughs> but, say it. Uh, but we, but I'm not going to say names. But anyhow. I'm going to call him Leonard. Well, that's what I call him in my book. Well, in the back before they put that trailer out there with, with the uh, uh, the running water, it was the bags, the, the little bladders, right, for when we shower. Yeah. Hey, lean a little closer. And, and so anyhow, on my way back from the shower, all you hear is bagpipes. And I couldn't see where it was coming from. And then I went and got dressed, and they're still going. I was like, nobody hears these bagpipes? And everybody swear they didn't hear them. I walked out. There's a man out there just with bagpipes playing out there. Was it a soldier? I no, I don't know what it was. I, man, I, I've seen horror movies. You don't go that far. I ain't even black. I'm Mexican, but I don't go all the way over there. Dude, you don't go to the backpipes. No, nah, he ain't going to the backpipes. Shit, man. we got close enough to do it like the white folk. Take a picture, Bubba. He ain't going to the backpipes. Let's get going. No, man, they freak me out. No, he said, no. that's what y'all white folks do. Y'all would go towards the backpipes. Yeah. Yeah, this is not for me, bro. I'm glad I got my that's shower. Crazy. Hey, speaking of that sergeant dog, I gotta do the impression. Pit, cut, come over here. What the fuck are you two doing? You're gonna give me a fucking stroke. God damn. That's funny, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What that's are you two retards doing? <laughs> that's on point. Oh, that <laughs> big man with a high pitched voice. That dog. was him. That was him all the way. Big dude. chip on his shoulder. Big chip. Hey man, I gotta An ask ugly head. What's up? <laughs> do, you, do you remember when Iraq won a game? I think it was that in the world, Olympics. The, yeah, the Olympics. Olympics. <laughs> do you remember all that fire? The fire, yeah, they were celebrating, dude. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. All that fire in the sky. You know what that's like? I was like, dude, that I'd never, I'd, I had never seen anything like that before. But I, I was like, like in the teens. Like <laughs> yeah, just fire. fire, bro. Let me tell you something. As you come to the hood on New Year's, it's the same thing. Really? Bro, so on the police department in the West End of Louisville, during New Year's, we sit at the police station. We are not allowed to leave because there is so much gunfire. 
people randomly indiscriminately shooting into the air. And so yeah. it's good to be on that shift because it's not till the next morning where everybody comes out to their cars and they find that there's bullet holes and they're all in their roofs and they're in their cars because of all the rounds that oh, are Oh, they call the cops They call there? the cops, yeah, because all the, you know, goes up, coming down. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they come, you no know, ceilings, bro, it's ridiculous. I thought that was only in Iraq. Nah, it's in the hood too, dog. Wow. <laughs> Which is crazy. Okay. I was like, ammo's expensive, man. Where are they getting all this ammo from? They must be getting a good deal. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want that much ammo where I could just shoot into the air yeah. and just waste some ammo, man. That must be nice because... <laughs> I'm not paying that much for ammo to just blow it off like that, dude. Dude, ammo used to be cheaper and more fr more plentiful. It used to be. Yeah. It used to be. It's, it's weird. Been... Like, I don't... I mean, you can always make make them yourself, but it's a pain in the ass. Pain yeah, I'm not doing the reloading, man. I'm a little I'm a little too know. civilized for that. I'm not... I've not made it to that level yet. Uh, like, on the apocalyptic scale, I'm like a one. I'm not nowhere near ready. <laughs> Dude, I'll be a cannibal. Okay. I told you, hey man, you I'll eat, I'll eat your dog. So, that was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> shit. Well, shit. You, got, you just got done saying you want to eat a, a jackass, unless it's a human jackass. <laughs> you, you said you. I don't eat donkeys. <laughs> donkeys are working, motherfuckers. I, I I never met. I know there's a lot of humans that don't work, but. <laughs> Humans work, but you can't eat one of them. And not a donkey. I'd say it depends on the situation. If it's situation. the end of the world, anything gonna be getting eaten, bro. Anything. Yeah. It's all, it's all yeah. <laughs> anything. Yeah. Just leave that ass alone, though. <laughs> I go for the bear first. Go for the bear. You gotta like catch me. He's like, fuck that. I can fish. You gotta catch me, dog. You gonna? I'm gonna be up in that tree. Fish, man. There you go. He's like, where? The apocalypse is like, direct me to the taco farm, please. Taco farm. <laughs> Very no, millennial, bro. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that, we, you, that's what we did. Ali was our taco man, remember? I was, Ali, he was, man. Ali, uh, and, uh, Ali. Ali and his brother Ali. Yeah. Why, they, why their parents decided to name them two the same names? I don't know. Ali and Ali. Ask, ask George Foreman. <laughs> uh, it, all his kids are George. Are you serious? George, yeah. Really? Yeah, right? <laughs> And I want to say the same with George uh, Jr., George the Third, George the uh, uh, Ali do the same. Muhammad thing? Ali, no, 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 no. Do the same. Nah, I know bro. George did. No, like he's from George, Louisville. George <laughs> or something like that. He got punched too many times. I know. I could be wrong. Google yeah. it, y'all find out. But I'm pretty sure. It was yeah, George, it sounds George like something George. a boxer would do when you got uh, you no know, CTE. Make sure you <laughs> so, you, so you don't forget your kid's name. Just name yeah. them all the same. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna show up all at once. This is the one I want. Number two. Number two. Come in. That's smart. I wish I would have thought of that. Oh my god. Well yeah, bro, you, you do have four kids. <laughs> yeah. They keep you on your toes, that's for sure. They definitely do, bro. They, it's they, weird to see people that I serve with. Like so when we went to Iraq, we were like what, twenty? Randy's your old ass was like twenty three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was the old man in the bunch. No, no. Uh uh Pitts was the old man. Holy shit. I was not the old man. Oh Pitts was Sergeant Pitts. Sergeant Browse. Yeah, he had thick eyebrows, man. We had to go watch him get him trimmed. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, one day he was yelling at Zabel, man. He's a good dude. He's a good dude, man. I still, I'm still in touch with him. He just graduated college, I think. Who? Yeah. Sergeant Pitts. Oh, he did? After yep. he just finished retiring. Yep. Uh, last year, I want to say. Yes, he did. Yeah. Zabel, my boy Zabel, man. Something about, like, how are you going to, if you have to shoot somebody, how are you going to do it? Load one round at a time? Like Zabel, yeah, yeah. who was he yelling at? That? He's a Zabel. I was <laughs> like, "What you do?" Right. He's like, "Man, I had all my ammo and like it wasn't loaded." I'm <laughs> <What>? like, "Why?" <laughs> 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 
Well, he time. was on patrol with a not loaded right. rifle. I don't know. He was on at that time. They were doing gate guard. Oh, was, yeah. oh, they had the thirty rounds for yeah. force protection. <laughs> damn, the, I want. Damn, I thought he, I think he's out there in Colorado. He, no, he's in uh, Washington. Washington. Yeah, That's Washington. Right. So yeah, man. So the story with me is a bell. I love the bell, but. I put this in my book, so everybody remembers he went on the three-day lead to Cutter. He bought he bought that uh, little pellet gun. So he comes back to base, and he's shooting everybody with his pellet gun. I remember me and you were in the room. You know, my door opens. I'm laying down, and it's dark, and I see the bell. He just looks at me. We make eye contact. He starts shooting me with his pellet gun, and it's hurting me. It's like stinging my skin, and then he closes the door and walks off. I was so mad, bro. I remember I sat up on my bed slow like The Undertaker. I put on my boots, tied my boots up, stepped outside of my trailer like, where the fuck is the bell? And everybody just looks at me, points to his room. I walk up to his door, knock on his door. He opens the door. Bah! Caught him with the fist right in the face and knocked him back. Oh, I, I was just smooth, walked yeah. back to my room like nothing. Prince, what the fuck are you doing? And you know what? You know what trips me out as you tell this story is that a lot of people believe that's exactly all that is, is a fucking fairy tale story. Story, like, oh, yeah, You're no. just trying to look a certain way. You're trying, no, you don't understand how the tensions, even though we could be, it's no bit different than a husband and wife, been together for years. Tension grows over little, little as shit. Yes. Whatever it might be, something that fed or whatever broke that back, and then it's next thing you know, your best friend, your battle buddy, you know what I mean? Shit, you're shitting and pissing next to each other. Wipe, you might as well wipe each other's ass, you know? <laughs> you know we know each other. You know what I'm saying? People oh, see yes. stories, but stuff yeah. like this really happens. Yo, I mean, uh, all the time. I don't, think, I don't know anybody who did not get a physical altercation, a verbal altercation with somebody within their section, their unit, their group. Who I'm, yeah. You get what I'm saying? And so for me and Josh, so the crazy thing was, yo, so I was so glad when he came to Alpha Company because I was getting all the attention that I did not want from our team leaders and our squad leaders, yo. I spent all my time looking at the floor in the push-up position. <laughs> I was so I was so happy when Josh came along. So I had somebody to suffer with me, so I didn't have to yeah. suffer alone. Yeah. No, so, he zapped me, man. He zapped me. He goes, he was walking by me. <laughs> he said, better make sure they don't make you an AG. The assistant gunner, yeah. And I'm like, what's an AG? No, nah, I knew what an AG was. Yeah. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I was like, well, well, you were searching for soft spots, I'm sure. I'm like, right? <laughs> I'm the girl. So, I'm like, I mean, that exhaust sample The next for us. day, they're like, yeah, we don't have a assistant gunner for gun two. Mm, I'm yeah. like, oh, I was so happy, man. You get that tripod. Yeah, oh, bro, carrying that tripod. Congratulations, you get to carry it. Yo, remember before we went to our, we were training, Sergeant Leonard was we going to call him. Yeah. We, we had us running up the hill. We had to run up the hill with the AG gear. Open it up, throw it in the ground. You two recharge, come back here. Do it again, you're fucking killing me. Guys, Get out the way for the machine gun. Every, every road march, too, we did. Oh. We had to take that AG gear. Dude, man, I kept falling during the road march, remember? Because I wasn't used to marching that far with night vision goggles. Yo, I kept falling. I remember Pedro was like, hey, Pitch, you all right? I was like, yeah. He's like, first day new legs, huh? <laughs> so the funny thing with me and Josh is, like I say, from the moment we were together in the Army, we were he was my battle buddy. We were next to each other. In Iraq, we were next to each other all the time. Like he was saying, Randy was saying, we started getting on each other's nerves. It was just over dumb, like stupid stuff. It's yeah. like, I remember the incident in the Humvee. I don't remember what we were arguing about, but Josh was in the turret, and I was sitting in the rear driver's side of the Humvee. Some, we, somebody was talking shit, said something, I got upset. And I tried to pull him down from the turret. He stands back up. Next thing you know, I'm getting this danner. <laughs> 
He's kicking me in the face with his danner. And I'm like, I'm about to fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to man. pull him out. I'm trying to pull him down from the turret. He's trying to pull me down. I'm like kicking at him. He's like, kicking me in the fucking face. <laughs> We weren't even out in sector, man. No. This was like on the way to the On the PX way, yeah. The, the, the PX is something yeah. stupid. We weren't even like outside the wire or nothing. Yeah. We just got into it about some shit. I don't even remember. Don't even remember. And I just remember Belfield uh, was like, you fucking two retards. Just fucking stop. Yeah, that's Yo, I was so mad. Everything reached a crescendo. It, this is, I tell people this story. Nobody believes it. I put this in the book. So I remember... Oh, we were sitting in the in our room, and I I can't for the love of God remember it was something stupid, and we just got so mad, and I told him I was like Josh, you say something else, and I'm walk over and I'm slap the fuck out of you, man. <laughs> he was like, you fucking touch me, I'm gonna lock and load on you. Yeah. I was like, really? God. So I get up off my bed. I walk over across the room, I and I smack the shit out of him. Smack the shit he out of him, yo. He laughed when he did it, too. He laughed yeah, just he, like I that. Laughed. He was I laughed, just yo. just like that. I laughed, yo. He's like, I know this boy going to shoot me right now. So he picks up his, he picks up his M4, takes his 30-round force protection magazine, uh, puts it in the magazine well. He charges it. I look at him. I was like, okay, all right. You going to do this? I walk up to the barrel and grab it and put it in my chest. Yeah. I'm like, Fucking do it then, motherfucker. Do it. Do it. Send this buff home. Send it. <laughs> yo, oh, yo, and I'm like, yo, do it. I remember he switched the selector switch from safe to semi. And we're just looking at each other intensely in the eyes. And I swear, it's like something cleared the air. And then just like common sense came back into the room. We looked at each other. Chair, yeah, and it was just like. Why man, are we why doing, are we doing it? Like, I know. I was like, man, I'm sorry, bro. I shouldn't I have like, hit you, the man. enemy's out like the enemy's out there, man. Next thing you know, we're Sorry. laughing about it, sitting on the bed. Yeah. And ever since, ever since that, we was just we never yeah. had another problem, man. But no, that sucks. stress build up for so long, dude. People getting killed. You just like not knowing. Every time you go out on patrol, then you got to deal hurt. with like team leaders and squad leaders that are not good leaders. Yo, it's just all the stress, man. We just took it out on each other. Yeah, it's funny we can look back 15 years later and laugh. <laughs> and, and not even on that, I know we're saying you know the lack of leadership or quality of leadership, but a lot of it is you got to think about the mentality that is programmed, you know, to gear up for war. You know, you, hey, make sure you look left, you look right. Some of you aren't coming home. There's the speech, you know, and so that's your first set. And then of course, throughout the time, whenever you're a regular duty station, even as early as boot camp, you know, when something fouls up, you're starting looking at you. Well, you're sucking. Yeah. So now we are learning. Okay, that's the mentality, motherfucker. We're still, I'm sucking. Okay, then the next time that happens, bet you're sucking. We all sucking. We all sucking. So now we're, we're all bunked together. And so to, when you say, hey, man, I don't know if this is a norm or this weird. To me, no, that's not a norm. That's not weird. Sorry that you tell. And it's because it's, it's truth. Man. It's and combat, it's, man. It's, 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 it's what war. happens. You know, they don't. Nobody wants to think about the the mindset that they they want to to program. I mean, we want to talk about how we can. Uh, program with masks we can program in all these different ways but and but in the military i kind of feel that it is kind of necessary you know it is if man you're going to become a warrior you have no to be susceptible no to it you have to be willing to kill somebody at a moment's notice sorry man i got tangible that i mean part man. of me was so mad for so long that i did all this training to kill and take a life 
you know, what makes the green grass grow? Blood, blood, bright red blood. What's the spirit of the bayonet? To kill, kill with cold blue steel. And I didn't get to kill nothing. I was really upset about that for the longest time. I saw you kill a few watermelons and some MREs. It's good watermelon. If I'm saying it's good watermelon, if I say it's good watermelon, Dexter Piss knows it's good watermelon, bro. And I'm killing some bourbon right now. Yeah, we're going to kill some ribs here in a little bit, man. Some hamburgers. Yo, this is like the perfect weekend. So, man, what I remember is... But even so, it ain't even about killing, bro. I mean, cut you off, but yeah. I want to make sure that everybody has at least straight, at least in my mind, I would like to think, if that's cool with you, is that it's not about killing. It's about, you got to think about, it's, it's a sacrifice, a time sacrifice, an emotional sacrifice, a mental sacrifice, you know what I mean? And it's not only happening to the soldier at, this, at that very moment. I feel it's happening to those around them as well. Happening mm -hmm. to those around them as well. Definitely. Their brother, their sister, yeah, their mother, their uncle. You know what I mean? With the, all of them having the possibility or the idea or the notion that you may not be returning. You know what I mean? It's just, it's it's a big, it's a big brother deal, I think. A lot of it is, is, I don't know, man. I remember I was so excited to be in Iraq and to be in combat. So one of our guys, Sergeant Pedro, man, he's a little guy from uh, Boston. He called, his nickname was The Thumb. I don't know if y'all remember that. Remember, because yeah. his, his dick was to, so small. He used to make his <laughs> thumb disappear. No, no, no. Remember, he used to pull his pants down. And he had like a micro penis. Oh, is that what he did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yo, yeah yo, that's why they called him the thumb. <laughs> but he was a badass, yo. And he had beat cancer, but he was in Operation Anaconda, man. And this dude, Damn. he got it in an Anaconda. Apparently, like, he shot and killed the kid with an RPG. So I remember when we first got to Iraq, and we were in our first sector, man. We were out in the country in Iraq. Yeah. And we would just drive around in the middle of nowhere, and I was bored to tears. I'm like, I want to shoot something. I want to do something fun, man. I want to do war. Mm -hmm. And I would sit in the back, yo, and I would remember I would, like, put my magazine in my gun, take it out, take, put it in, take it out, charge it. And I remember one day, I was sitting behind him. He said, Pitts, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, nothing, Sarge. I'm just bored. Bored? Bored? Bored. What do you want? Oh, shit. I was like, I just want, to, I want some combat, Sarge. Because I don't want fucking combat. You know what it's like to see your friends die? Do you know what it's like? I was like, no. So you know what it's like to be shot at? Fine, sitting here, not doing anything, being bored. He's like, sit back there. Stop fucking around with your wife before you blow the back of my fucking head off. I like that. I don't remember Peter being quite... Yeah, because hey, so hey, I was getting... I got on his nerves that day. Man, I was just itching. Funny. I was itching to get into a fire. No. He didn't want... And I, I, I didn't understand at that time. I had never been in combat. I, you know, combat to me was what I saw on Black Hawk Down. Yeah. Doing all the cool shit. But, you know... Shit got real that day on Route Forest Green. Yeah, it's different. Route Forest Green and Abu Ghraib, man. We moved to Abu Ghraib. Yeah. That day, you were riding. You were in the Humvee. You were in. Me? You were in the shittiest yeah. Humvee in the I company. Am. And I remember we were sitting there on Route Forest Green. And I was like, man, this is boring. This is stupid. I'm like, nothing's gonna happen here. <laughs> Next thing you know, boom! And I look over and I see your Humvee, Randy, disappear in that ball of fire and smoke. And I was like, oh, my God, they just killed my dude. Oh, and it was just like a movie. Randy! <laughs> Richie! Richie! <laughs> no, no, I remember, no, we were pretty pissed about that. Me and, and me and the medic, old Doc Posh, man. Uh, he was pretty crappy that day, dude, for sure. You know, I was like, man, I don't know what to fucking say, you know. I wasn't in charge of shit, you know. I just had to be ready to go. And uh, we went back and forth about, you know, uh, duties, or who, what we should be doing, you know, the way it should be. By the book, we talk book, 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 but we also know 
uh, it can be screwed and turned and manipulated if if, if command feels so. You know oh, what I'm yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. You should never have your medic Clearly. and your fo in the same vehicle, especially with your medic as driving the Humvee. Yeah. Would put Posh on the fifty car. Mind you, it happened to be the. Uh, the only soft top out, out there. The right? only soft top. Mm, and that was the same top. one where there were sandbags on the floor because yep. we had to weld some stuff onto that yeah, thing. It was had, so garbage. Yeah, it was a Mad Max vehicle. Because like, you could see the ground through the bottom of the Humvee yeah, you floor. Yeah, street going. Yeah. I, rode, I remember I rode in that thing <laughs> on the last leg of the trip to Iraq. Yo, and I was like, man, I'm not yeah, even yeah. going to know that I died. And the other messed up part, remember, Randy? Me and you had a – we started making a bet – yeah. Who's going to be the first to get messed up and get sent back home? So me and Randy was like, I was like, hey, I bet I beat you home. He's like, it. nah, you're going to beat me home. And so I remember after your vehicle got blown up, I realized you were okay. I remember seeing your ass walking around in a circle. I was like, this dude looked lost. And I remember I looked at him. I was like, hey, yo, Randy. It was black for a minute, yeah, man. You're not going to beat me. <laughs> you're going to beat me yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that. a stark yeah. reality knowing, act, knowing that. Figuring out in your head that people are actively taking steps to kill you. Yeah. 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 It's not like, yeah. you know, driving down Harper Road in Kerrville, man. It's, it's, just, it's just totally different when you figure it out. Yeah. For me, it was, man. Like, yeah. There are forces out there with, with the your fucking name on shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I remember when we were in Kuwait, the live fire range, we, it was actually the one I made the newspaper on. You know, so we were at the range killing all these targets. We got back. We were all amped up. And Staff Sergeant Brian from the other platoon, we were to talk shit like, yeah, man, we're going to go over here. We're going to fuck these insurgents up, man. We're going to kill all these motherfuckers. And Sergeant <laughs> Staff Sergeant Brian was like, oh, y'all some real bad motherfuckers, ain't y'all? <laughs> over here shooting at these targets that ain't shooting back, huh? Y'all just all, man, y'all are just that great. He's like, wait till they start shooting back at you. And it was just like the air went out the room. Everybody was just, it just got quiet, man. Everybody kind of put their head down. All you could hear is everybody just scrubbing their rifles like, oh, shit. Like, oh, maybe he's right. And the armor is still kicking that shit back to you. Not cleaning up. <laughs> <laughs> the the white armor, glove inspections, yeah. bro. Like, come on, man. Mark and hop. Yo, hey, yo, do you remember when I lost my fire, my cotter pin? No, at the at the range, we had to take out. You were sucking, I bet. Yo, actually, actually, Ooh. hey, actually, I lost my cotter pin. We went to one of those live fire, uh, one of those ranges, sim range. Belfield held me down on that one, though. I will. He he held me down. We went to the armor, the his, the Puerto Rico. Belfield, yeah, he was my team leader. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah. get it right. Yeah, <laughs> them feet. <laughs> but yeah, hey, hey, he hooked it up, man. We went the armor. I remember the armor came to us. He had the cotter pin in his mouth. Okay. He was like, "What's it what worth to you?" I was uh, like, "Whatever, I gotta do. Yeah, oh God, yeah. if I gotta take you to the porta potty, give you a hand. I got these cheeseburgers, though. I got these cheeseburgers. Oh, bro, anything, bro. I did not. Oh man, so I got that cotter pin. Oh my God, I was terrified, <laughs> terrified. Not more terrified than when Randy left his rifle though with the green, no, <laughs> the <man>. green V. <laughs> I didn't even buy no shit, man. I just wanted to fucking walk. That's what kills me about it. Man. You didn't buy nothing. I didn't fucking get shit, no, man. I didn't have no money. I didn't have no money. Oh, you know, you know, just young. Want to go for it? Like, man, I guess I'm not doing that other than. Sitting here waiting, hydrating. Go for it, man. You know, hydrate. It is what it is. Gotta you hydrate. Know? Hydrate, man. Things happen. Like we were talking, the stress is high. People forget and get mindset differently. I don't know. Yeah. It is what it is. And sometimes we just make bonehead choices, you know? That's what that is, as far as I'm concerned. I made a bonehead choice, you know? And it's not what. It's what I do afterwards is what counts. Oh, yeah. That's what I tell my kids. I mean, you know what? You're gonna fuck up. 
go ahead and fuck up. We're going to learn from that. You know what I mean? If you're not learning from that, then I guess you fucking know it all. You know what I mean? But what did we say the other day? Remember, so you lost your rifle, but remember when a certain company commander lost their pistol? Oh, yeah. He didn't want to say nothing. He didn't, he didn't ain't say nobody want to say, say nothing. He didn't want to say nothing to nobody. So, as you know how it is. The people no, at the top of the food chain. He still what? didn't know how to react to that red one up, man. No, bro. I don't even, I don't even, I, man, clown about it. And it was a week later they were asking him. He still got confused. He's like, <laughs> technically, what do you think? Technically, stuff like that. That's yeah. UCMJ, technically. Yeah, that's yeah. UCMJ, yo. Just like that, done. But special rules for special folks. But, like, we talked about things can be bent. And turned in the old green world, right? With yes, green sir. Weenie, just like the green, green weenie. Fans, they can bend the rules. You get what I'm saying? The green weenie with no lube, so, son. Sometimes that green weenie will rub you right and say, well, we're going to let this go. Just don't let it happen. We haven't even hit fucking Iraq yet. Yeah. Okay, sorry <laughs> that. I don't know where I'm at. Thank you. Give me my shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. i move on. Man, for me, man, Iraq got real before we even crossed the berm. Because I remember it was right before we were getting ready. We were crossing in a couple days. I remember I called home to talk to my first wife. Yes, I've told y'all on the show before. I'm on my third marriage. Don't judge me. Damn. I lost one to each profession. Each, each profession. <laughs> one, to, one to soldiering, one to being a cop. Damn. There you go. Damn. I'm a true infantry man. Drink to that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I called her just before we crossed the berm. And I was like, yo, what's going on? And I can remember hearing in her voice, she was sad. She was like, Deshaun died. I was like, what are you talking about? Uh, my buddy from high school, Ronald. He, Ronald was in uh, getting ready to get on. The, he was in the Marine Corps. He was getting ready to get on the boat and head over to Iraq himself. His brother Deshaun was a Marine. They were in Ramadi. Well, they were. He was on a sniper team, and so they went up to a roof, and they were supposed to make radio comms every two two hours. So they missed the two hour. They missed the window, and they went another two hours. Still nothing. And so they sent a rapid response team out there, a QRF team out, there, and they found them all on top of the roof in Ramadi. They had all been somehow. The insurgents got up there and killed them all. We're in, we were in their backyard. They knew all this stuff. So when I heard he died, it was just like, it got real, dude. Then a guy we used to go to church with, uh, Brother Gary Vallon, yeah. he got killed. He was a tanker. I remember we were in Iraq when he got killed. And you know how you know always somebody got killed? Remember you get, get all excited to go get on the go get on the computer? And then all of a sudden yeah. the internet's down. Like you try to get on the phone. Like, yeah, why's so the phone down? Like, why can't I talk to nobody? The yeah. comms blackout. Yeah, comms blackout. Because it's like, oh, somebody got killed. Yeah, like, well, oh, damn. I know you yeah. say computer loosely. Like, if it's like the internet's in the cafes, you see they know. Yo, you used no, to have to no, buy that no. uh, card. Well, and no, the, I think and, they had DSL. And the tent. And the tent. Yeah, the t oh man. Hey, who who was it that got caught sending photos naked of himself to his wife? Sergeant so, right. <laughs> he had his dog tags tied around he his jaw. Like what was it like a star major or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't. I don't think he, he removed the pictures. The window <laughs> or some shit, man. I'm not even gonna talk about I the videos I watched. Song. I <laughs> yeah. Those those freaky freaky. Mister Mister Freaky Freaky. Yeah, Ali Freaky Freaky. Yeah. Wow, that was the worst funny, porno man. I've ever seen in my life. That's funny. It was it was it was French porno with Iraqi voiceovers. <laughs> that fucking little Ali, little yeah, Ali pissed in a fucking bottle and threw it at Gutting while Gutting was did he? The shit. Yeah. I remember Gutting. Yeah. <laughs> he did that because Gutting was a dick to him. Gutting wasn't. I remember little Ali dude. He goes, "Fuck you, shut up." Yeah. Shut up, uh, fuck you. He's like, fuck you. He's like, what the fuck, fuck you were going to do to him? Fuck, <laughs> yeah, I remember. You could either be ugly and get pissed, or you could be nice and you get tacos, cigarettes. Yo, yeah, man. Hey, I got whatever I wanted. Whatever I wanted from. Yeah, Pepsi, Pepsi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Wait, I don't know. Did you ever get that sister,
Oh, yeah, you asked me for chocolate. <laughs> I didn't come down there and ask you for chocolate. <laughs> I mean, you came up to me. You know. yeah, best part, yo, we used to make the kids fight for candy. <laughs> oh man, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I say it's the best part. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was. A, hey, I needed some entertainment, bro. You know what? Well, there's. It's all fun until what? Well, until somebody gets fucking hurt, man. Yeah. I yep. fucking tripped the fuck out when little Ali knocked this kid's tooth the fuck out of his mouth with a rock. Oh Ooh, shit! Dude. For a fucking MRE, I'm like we're done with this, bro. <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I didn't know it was gonna go like that. You know? Oh. Some hands, cause you know we do it growing up. You know, throwing hands and hey, let's go, whatever. But that when I saw that tooth go flying, I was like, "Oh shit! I never seen no shit like that." <laughs> Especially on the other side of the world. <laughs> yo, like, hey, hey, yo, man, we don't have we don't have access both, to that stuff every day, bro. Yeah, soccer balls, yo, soccer balls, bro. bro. Soccer balls was gold over there to those For kids, real. man. Soccer balls, soccer balls, cause they ain't have them. Man, we would toss them. I remember we tossed them out on the candy, road one time, man, they bro. That candy. They did, man. They they ran into the road in the middle of traffic. I was like, "Oh my god, these kids are about to get killed." Yeah. I remember somebody did the brake check. The kids were chasing us out of Abu Ghraib one day. They were following <laughs> behind us. I remember somebody yelled, brake check! And some, well, somebody hit the brakes hard, whoever was driving. And all the kids just into the back of the Humvee just... You know what? You know what to me takes the beauty away from the, them kids coming up to us with their excitement? You know what I mean? And hoping. Because, you know, we couldn't help it sometimes. You're like, here, here, here's, here's an MRA. Or, you know, here's a water bottle. You know what I mean? What we had on us. You know what I mean? Or here's my candy. Even though, or here's my jerky. I know it's for me later yeah, on. Yeah, you know, man. Here's some jerky, kid. You look like, you, you, you're barefooted. Fuck. You know what I mean? You could probably use it. Maybe go split it with your sister or whatever. You know? Yeah. That's what I had. We did some messed but up things. But the beauty that was taken from it was the fact that uh, they could have been the enemy. Just like women. And men were. Yeah. yeah you get what I'm saying? They yes, were sir. they were using them. You know what I mean? So unfortunately yep. we have to come off as the dickhead saying that no, you need to get your ass on back. Get the fuck on the way from the Humvees, get on back, that's great. Or we chunk them like you do with dogs with a fucking ball. You throw it as far as you can. <laughs> <laughs> get, get them away. Them fucking take off running. Yo. Boom. I've you heard know? somebody used to pass them out all the pork MREs. I was like, dude. Allah's gonna send us straight though. to hell. <laughs> 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 I know oh, I did shit. I did plenty, man. Shit, man, we took Oh six oh seven, we took them bags of fucking money, man. Bags of money. Fuck yeah. You have to drop bags of money off. Bags of fucking money. For what? They call them the. They call them at that time. They called them CLC, Concerned Local Citizens, man. It was a program where Iraqis in that neighborhood would clear out all the IEDs and put a shack on that road and watch that road for you. What? It was. Part of Petraeus' fucking plan, man. You remember Petraeus? Yeah, yeah. Well, I did or not know that, dude. Holy crap. Something. Man. I just remember taking them. That's when we set up all them control points, right? Yeah. We, we changed out instead of uh, rolling through. We said, now it's doing Yeah, they got paid for that. that. We're doing the control yeah, they man. got paid for doing that. I did not know that. that. Did you go over in 0607? Or did you already tra uh, transfer to the... I already, already transferred in the... Out. I you had already transferred out. Took a break service and then got uh, and then uh, re and got back. Yo, and the thing is, y'all tell people, man, Alpha Company was so we were so fortunate, so fortunate. We didn't lose a single person. Now we had people that got hurt. Sergeant Wells got shot in the head by a sniper. I got messed up. You know, my I got blown up and I messed my arm up. I was like the second worst injured person in the company. But after that, everybody else was. Everybody else came back home alive. 214 had most missions. I mean, we I did. Mean, Bravo we Company got destroyed, man. We lost in there for a personal FO within our unit. He was with uh, uh, Charlie Company. Charlie Company, McFarlane. yeah. Yeah, McFarlane and his, his FORTO ended up Halo, with, I want to say, within the first three months out being out there. 
you know, got sent back. But as for like, you know, number of casualties versus others, you're absolutely right. We we and that's why we're the best, no? Shit. Yes, okay. sir. Well, it man, is what it is. I'll say we were the best, yo, but I'll say that man, Bravo Company had the rough road, bro. Yo, they from the moment we got there, we got there July, August, they lost uh Reisner and uh Titus, Titus bro, like the mm -hmm. first the first month we were there, yo, Bravo Company was in the middle of Solder City, and they, hey, bro, they were taking, they were taking the fight to the enemy, but they were in the middle of it, man. Some of the other guys, man, were right in the thicket, thicket, thicket. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And I don't know. You gotta get. I, I give can't my believe that Charlie Company got hit like that after they had been in Iraq so long. Their first deployment. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I think right towards the end of the deployment, they started getting taking losses. Yeah, I was like, damn, they just, they had, they spent the all that time there in 03, yep. 04. The Blanc and Cooper. Yeah. The Blanc and Cooper got killed right at the end. I fucked for all those guys, because I was like, damn, man, that's so. Yeah, to be getting ready to come home, like, you've done your time, you got a month left, hey, and then you start, you start losing guys. Insane, man. It becomes real. And then people want to be mad at you. Well, why did you go over there? That's a dumb reason. Or, oh, you must love Bush, or you must love this thing. You know, I'm like, no. After a while, it becomes what I would like to believe uh, a V for Vendetta, baby. It becomes a personal vendetta. Yeah. When you're seeing your, your brother that, you know, we're taking care of each other, going down, and another one, another one. Even oh, if he's yeah. not within your unit, now to me, it's getting his, hurt, getting it's killed. It's personal vendetta. And, and plusly, on the plus side, you might as well, if, if, if I have an option to, because being, even before I had children, mind you, I didn't have children at this time, but it was still my mindset. I had still had a, a, a little sister, a little brother. You know what I mean? I still had other relatives. To me, it's like if we have an option to keep the war over there, so fucking be it. So be it. Don't let it come here. You know yeah. what I mean? It, I'd rather see those unfortunate. It sounds ugly. Call it what you want. I'd rather see them mm -hmm. young kids and they're, they're, they have to deal with that grief versus I, I don't want to see that grief here in my backyard. No Does way, man. Sense? I couldn't so imagine. You want to say it's garbage? Is a stupid reason to go out there? Is dumb reason you're a fucking sheep? You're, well, fuck yeah, because that's what I swore to be. I will uphold. You, know you need me on that wall. Yeah, you need me on that wall. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I ordered the code red, and I do it again. You know? Yeah, yo, it's uh. It's yeah. just one of those things, bro. I mean, that's what I've said. This, this guy dang, what's, what's this bourbon you got us on? This we drinking the bourbon. Kentucky bourbon, some larceny, man. I ain't never had that before. It's legit. Oh, bro. <laughs> you know? You gonna, we're going to be able to get back to San Antonio tonight, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I All hope. we need is one eye open. Right? We got two. We got two of them. Two eyes between us. <laughs> I got oh, the yeah. Forrest Whitaker eye when I drink too much of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you know when he shows up, he's gonna be looking at you. Little man, and you okay. at the same time. <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I can use the Forrest Whitaker eye so I can keep my eye on both of you at the same time. So I lose respect. You know what I'm Yo, saying? Man, but you can smoke yo. it, Junior. <laughs> Platoon, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he goes, man, turkey, pork again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't be eating this shit. Give me that turkey hair. He's Put like, your mouth on the end of the barrel. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, white folks have got your last kick out of Junior. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be stuck in this foxhole with you, man. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the you know, deployment came to an end. Like I said, man, we got real lucky. Nobody died. I remember when Sergeant Wells got shot. Oh, like I said, I was already God. stateside, yo, so... I remember going to see him at Bethesda, bro, and I remember looking at him. I've never seen somebody so pale, and I was like, man, I just looked at him. I was like, there's no way he's going to live. Like, I was so negative just looking at him. Yeah, his wife hadn't even arrived yet. I was the first person from the company to go see him because I was the only one at Walter Reed, and I just remember seeing him at Bethesda. They had, like, took his skull, piece of his skull, and mm. sewed it into his stomach to preserve it, man, yeah. and I was just asking doctors, like, he's going to make it. He's going to be okay. They was like, 
It ain't looking good. Yeah. But dude, that dude made a full recovery. And he lives a good life. Lives a good life. Wow. Good life. He made a full recovery, man. That's why I'm a believer, you know. That's why I, I got to believe in higher power because I've seen some unexplainable things in my time. The yeah. fact that I'm still here alone. I'll tell you what, being part of uh, the me team, you definitely see some wild shit. And, and on that line is we had one guy hit, hit of course, all their missions is, you know, make sure the IED goes off and, and takes us out where this dumb nuts ended up uh, blasting himself. <laughs> yes. So Perfect. He, so we, when we thank you for your up, service. <laughs> he had to get his mouth wired shut. Oh, so he's over there talking like that. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. You gotta fucking figure it out if you're hungry. You know, that's on you, dumbass. You know? I don't know. They want sympathy, but I'm like, you're literally here because you you're doing shit you're not supposed to be fucking doing, and you're asking for sympathy. You you know what I mean? I mean. Is it not enough that we're, we're housing you? Is it not enough that we're feeding you? Is it not enough that, you know, you got bathrooms? Is it not, you know what I mean? You know, it's that, weird, because I remember hearing rumors that you were soldiers. Done, after what yeah. the criminal act that you've done. To me, uh, you know, I know in the States we say, you know, innocent to prove guilty, but far, you, you know they're doing what they're doing. You, of course. They come in, we had, we had kids to test. You know what I mean? We had yeah. the, the chemical test. You know, we didn't test the the left hand because that's the ass wiping. Hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because that was the signal. You know, but you can what if it's ambidextrous? Ambidextrous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I remember hearing that. You know, like when I, the rumor was like there were insurgents being housed in the hospital next to U.S. soldiers. I remember after I got brought to the cash and I woke up, I was like, "There's an insurgent literally next to me." Now, was he an insurgent? I don't know. I assumed he was because we were in Iraq. And to me, every Iraqi to me was a threat. I, I didn't know. He could have been a soldier on our side. I don't know. I just remember looking. I was like, why is this dude in the same room as me? And that's the why people disrespect. Sit there and argue I was pissed. Should have been. Right over here, my know. friends have died for y'all. Yo, and they got this dude in the same room as me? Yeah, I was same treatment. Same treatment. I was so mad. But I guess that's that, that what's that act? That hospitality yeah, act. Yeah. Yeah, you talking about the NATO. Uh, there you go. The, uh, the rules, the rules of war, which is still bizarre to me. Yeah. Yeah. The rules of war. Yeah, we have to take care. Oh, of the know, Geneva, Convention? Geneva Convention. There you go. That bullshit. That bullshit. See that? That's that's why we're leggers. That they're fucking smart. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Took three brains here to leg it out. Speak yourself. I got a degree online. I got a PhD. <laughs> a PhD? No, I'm not. What was I about to say? Pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> Postal digger. Postal digger. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, man, that was the end of our first tour, and after <laughs> that, man. I remember coming back to Alpha Company and you were smoking Joe's, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he was having these dudes doing push-ups. Because I, I had already uh, started to move to medical hold and y'all were getting ready to deploy. And I was talking. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, man, piss. These fucking, these Joe's are green as fuck, man. He's like, I got to get them ready. They're going to get themselves or somebody else killed. <laughs> Yo, you're smoking the dog piss out of these dudes. And it was such an enjoyment because it was just like, ah, you know what? What year we're, was that? That was like right before y'all deployed. No, I remember I was like, I felt like the you big man on campus. Did? You know what those fools did, man? We had mandatory fun day at the park. And nobody uh, wanted to be there, but the CO ordered us there. So I, I was a squad leader, so I said, all right, if I got to go, y'all know y'all are going. So we all showed up down there. They all left me. They left? They left the park individually, snuck off one by one. Oh. Under my nose as I was screwing around or doing whatever I was doing. Probably smoking cigarettes in the smoking area. Oh. They all left me at the park, man. I was like, you little mother... motherfuckers, man. <laughs> I'm going to smoke y'all's asses. I was like, y'all don't leave me. 
Yeah. Oh, yo, they I left. said, I'm a squad leader. I leave you if I decide that's necessary. You, know <laughs> yeah, yo, you don't leave you. me there, mandatory hey, fucking thing. You was smoking the dog man. shit out these dudes, yo. I was feel good to be the big man on campus. I was E4 finally. I was like, man. Y'all redeployed in, what, 2006. Y'all went to the Triangle of Death, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We uh, we basically, what we were doing was going in and had a solder on Yusufia and Yusufia. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what. The hardest part for me was seeing y'all deploy. I wish I was going, dude. I, you know, because I was getting ready to get put out the army from getting hurt. I wanted to be with y'all. So when y'all deployed, like y'all left, I cried because I was so mad I could not go. Dude. And the fact that y'all going to the Triangle of Death, oh my god. Oh my god, you'd have, you'd have, you'd have loved it, dude. You'd have loved being in the kind of command we had before. I know I would it. have. Y'all was doing fast, like fast boat operations, helo, yeah. helo operations, airborne. I was like, what the? The, the command, man, Captain La Barbara, and all like our lieutenants, man. They, they were on point. There was it was like way different from Alpha Company 0405, man. Man, yeah, I miss y'all. Got to do real cool, cool guy war shit. Barbara, I just walked everywhere and got King Kong monkey ass. <laughs> no, I mean, La Barbara I, literally I told us. I got the cool shit when I was out there. That's why a lot of times it was split. You know what I mean? I'll get with y'all. <laughs> FO got a different lifestyle. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is what it is. We rode nights. They called nights. Go for it. Maybe, I'm sorry, man. No, nah, but you, y'all. Goddamn Kentucky bourbon. This full first time. It's my first time Kentucky Derby. I mean, Kentucky uh, Derby. Line, line FOs, combat medics, man. They're right there with the infantry. Yeah. You're, 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 yeah. you're, hey, we talk shit about them being pokes. Oh yeah, there are pokes. <laughs> there are pokes. There's lots of pokes. Nobody it's gets to talk thing. shit about my pokes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. I, we got a place for me to put my uh, round at. Appreciate it. We'll pound, <laughs> we'll pound you a little bit, baby. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you know what happened with four three one? Read the book about the uh, incident when those guys in four three one were kidnapped. I talked about that on my previous podcast. So. I did research into it, and I say I just remember seeing on the news, man. And I remember that a year before that, those guys were the hundred and first. Same thing happened to them. They got kidnapped in the tri triangle of death, and they were tortured and killed, yo. And then when I heard about it with four three one, and I just knew I was like, man, my dudes are gonna be in the middle of this shit looking for these dudes. Oh yeah, we we looked our asses off. It was interdict, interdict everything, everybody, every house you can see. Every car that's moving, every car you can see, every hole in the ground, every reline, interdict everything to find these dudes, man. Everything. Are they still flipping birds out there like they were? First round, remember them pigeons? Yeah. Sure uh, pigeons? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were flipping like, those pigeons. Yeah. Like Not just circus. in the hood, I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, I just remember. I was so I worried. They, they'd go up on the roof with the, the broom. And I'm like, oh, she's flicking the birds away. Where the birds don't mm -hmm. go away, they mm -hmm. circle. They're signaling. They signal, and then they come back down. I was like, oh shit. Now, how you train a pigeon? Like, how you train a pigeon like that, dog? That's my. <laughs> well, you gotta think about shit. They've been chaining birds for a long time. To tie <laughs> messages to their beak or their feet. Yeah. The Americans are coming. <laughs> well, I think it all started naturally. It's because even like what you said. Let's say Vikings. Let's say uh, Noah's Ark. Whatever you want. When you send that bird off. If it finds land, it ain't coming back to that shithole where you're stuck in the middle of the water. <laughs> where you can't do that shit. But you know what I mean? 
It's uh, gonna stay. That's how they knew. That's crazy. a bird smart. If it can't find land, it's like fuck. This guy's at least giving me bird seed. <laughs> I'm going back home. Let's yo. get back home. Going back that's home. How, that's that how is... they need to keep going. It's no yo, different, you know. Yo, that, yeah, are, 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 are smart. I, I tell people that I, the Iraqis, not like us, man, but we smart. We used to talk so much shit about the Iraqis, about like how stupid they were. Them, these dudes were not stupid. They were in engineers, bro. They that you don't fight America. And inflict the amount of casualties you did, like they did, and be stupid. Mm -hmm. These guys were not dumb. We we're fighting in their backyard. They were resourceful, and they started with the EMPs or the, what was it, the the EFPs, EFPIDs, yeah, EFPs. Yeah, yo. And so, man, one of the guys I was talking about on my last podcast was our buddy from Alpha Company, Sergeant Stephen Packer. Solid dude, man, from California. Man, one of the nicest guys you would ever freaking meet. I remember taking a picture of him right before he deployed in his ACUs, and he had his signature smile on. And one thing I regret, I think I said in my last podcast, is if I would have known that was going to be the last time I saw this dude, I probably would have said something better or something more, mm. held him a little tighter, like, man, just a good dude, man. And just, I remember when Orgler called me, Paul. OG. OG, dog. OG call. Yeah. OG? I was just or, I was just leaving out of Fort Knox, man. Call him Orgy. Orgy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> called me and told me that Packer was gone, bro. And I, I got in my car and I just cried my eyes out for hours, man. Oh, what happened? Man. Do you can you tell me what happened that day, Josh? Because I know you uh, were the one that was there. Well in the area. We went back to the patrol base <laughs> and uh got the call, man. It's like somebody got hit out out there where we had just come from, and it was like, no way! Like it was just a shock. Like I didn't like we were looking for guys who had got hit. You know, it's like we weren't prepared for. I don't think we were prepared to lose people. I don't know if it was complacency. Because we weren't because I mean the first tour. That didn't happen. We weren't we weren't prepared like that, man. And well, we were supposed to. We lost an FO. Well, yeah. Well, was he out the company? Yeah. yeah, that was he was that was not my section. You know what I mean? So that does go around personal. Yeah, we, you know we spoke about that. Our conversations with that McFarland and yeah, man, already on his third tour. That was going to be his already Damn. his third one. You know what I mean? Came out unscathed first two, third young, and his in his biggest mindset and goal. Was to have a pickup truck when he came back, you know, nothing more devastating than you say, you know, what, we're gonna make sure you're coming home. We're gonna make sure that happens. You know what? And it turns out we're lying to each other, and you find out when the next thing you know, it they're gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, it's so sudden, man. And Packer was sudden. And I never seen, yeah. uh, like, I had never seen like thirty men at the same time crying. Was he the first? He wasn't the first one killed on deployment, was he? Yeah, he was. Packer was the very first one. Wow! He came over the radio. Man, God, yeah. Then after that, I mean, y'all had more. Y'all had Corey. That was your second one, right? My second deployment, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't there for that. Yeah, yo, I, and I, I, dude, my heart was with y'all, bro, because I know we also had a, was a staff sergeant from Alpha Company that got just recently got awarded the Medal of Honor. Oh, Atkins? Atkins, yeah. Atkins? Staff Sergeant Atkins, yeah. man. Were you there for that day? He was in uh, Delta Company. Atkins was in, I think, Delta Company. And um, I want to say 
Well, he uh, somebody tackled him with a oh suicide a, vest, a vest on, right? And detonated it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he. Or no, I or think he, he tackled them. He tackled them. He yeah. ran to them and tackled he them tackled and saved his guys, man. Detonated. Yeah, Did you give him their honors for being tackled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> only only to the hero that fucking took on that motherfucker. Yeah, you know what I mean, he yeah, yeah. did the He ran to him. Yeah, he did the tackle. He ran to him, bro. Make sure we yeah. do him an honor. Yeah, he saved. He saved all his guys, dude. Yeah, and, he and saved, I was he so proud. Guys, yeah. I was so proud. I was like, man, that's my battalion, that's dude. Monstrous move. Yeah, dude. Like that's one thing you don't train for, that, bro. That's either in that moment you just it's in your or it's not. Yeah, either you're gonna do it or you're not gonna do it. And he didn't. Well, he did not hesitate, bro. He just ran straight to this dude. Tackling, yeah, bro. saved his career. I saved his career. More, I hope there, man, with the changes, I mean, I'm not trying to make it political. You know, I have my beliefs, my theories, my thoughts, but I hope there's more mindset people like that to, to continue growing. You know what I mean? Willing to put what they need is uh, what they feel is the moral right thing to do at the time. Does that make sense? Man, you know, and, you know, I feel the same way, know, but know what I think? But this is, what I'm I, and for. the thing is, I tell people, we, I know we cut on millennials a lot, our younger generation, yo, but we don't realize, man, this generation has been fighting America's longest war. Guys mm-hmm. in World War II, they've deployed for what four, three, four years. Yeah, they they came, they didn't come right. home till the war was done. It's we, like our guys, hard. have been in a, con, we have been in a it's continuous hard. state of war since two thousand one. Wow. Yeah, continuous state of war, yo. So we, yes, we talk a lot of crap about these guys, yo. But we are, we still have warriors within our country. Within, like I say, maybe there's not as many of them, but they are still there. And like I said, it's going to take something to wake us up again. But I pray to God it's not another 9-11. Though. I don't want to go through it's that again. It's crazy. It's no longer become like, hey, I want to join service for as a profession and something to uh, uh, stability. You know how they pronounce it and show it on, on TV and everywhere else. It's now more like, hey, shit, let me see how many deployments I got. It's, there. it's, uh, it's hot and popping, you know. It used like, to be, yeah. Like when you're a kid, a kid. It was, a lot of times there's a lot of peace time and everybody's pushing, hey, this place, you know, but nobody plays. Uh, 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 Navy, they play Army. Everybody play plays Army. Army. Everybody <laughs> plays <laughs> Army. Yeah. It is. And then now is the time to play Army if you really want to play Army. The only problem with that is they're going to hit have a, hit a wall. Don't you think that's, a, I mean, a big wall of reality. The reality, first, man. Pew, right that first bullet first goes by, boom, you know, and you realize it's not <laughs> Call of Duty. You can't just <laughs> pause. We can't, you ain't responding, respond. bro. I tried to respond, <laughs> man, but I, I couldn't respond to Walter Reed. And now, man, the other interesting <laughs> thing, so my boy Cox here, man, he's kind of a, he's a folk legend. He's a hero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ten-inch song, ladies. <laughs> he said they a call folk him, legend. Am, the, I <laughs> <laughs> Am I that old? Am I that old? They call it the Kang Dangalang no, of Kerrville. Yo, but yo, hey, so my dude, man, I did not know this for the longest time, but this dude killed a high-ranking Al-Qaeda Team, uh, Al-Qaeda guy, man, t- top terrorist, and my yeah. battle buddy, my best friend, was the one that sent this dude to go see Allah. Yeah, sent him I'm home. proud of that, man. Tell, Bro, tell us about that night. That's phenomenal. Oh, man. Well, the DB, like how the day started. Remember how I was talking about, like, you go all this time looking to see a bunch of insurgents, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And then, like, what does everyone look like? What are they wearing? What are they doing? Well, I, I had been me because I had seen a lot of explosions a lot of fucking sniping, a lot of mortars fired off, shit like that. I had never seen an insurgent with an AK, like, ready to fucking kill me. And then, like, when I finally seen that and I stared down the barrel of an AK that was ready to fucking shoot me in the face at, like, 
fucking four meters, three meters, you know? Yeah. And yeah. when when that realization finally set in, the training took over and the reflexes started. So what led up to yeah, that? That's the memory, baby. That's you know, why, and, that's and I can say that the Army trained me to do that. Oh, heck yeah. yeah. Right. You know? So we trained for those uh, two to the Hey, well, they failure drill, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Train yeah. all that time for that well, three seconds that it takes. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Yo, hey, yo, so, and so you want that three seconds to be your you three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, so so what led up to that incident and how that happened? Uh well we uh we we took four helicopters, platoon size element, into uh our Osat village, which is near Albetra. We air inserted into a field and I was on the outer cordon team. Of a so badass of a couple of houses that we were gonna uh, surround jelly it. over here, SpongeBob man. <laughs> <laughs> jelly. I wish I would have been there. That's but funny. we were gonna surround and raid these houses. Well, I'd say about a minute to a minute and a half after we got off the helicopters, we started taking small arms fire from a three to four man element from one of the houses. Well. After that, it was just fucking chaos. Um, the uh, the one of the uh, the raiding teams got fucking held up by a small arms fire. They were out of contact for a long time. There were freaking Iraqis running back and forth between houses. Fucking Thai was dumping minigun and rocket. Shit you see in movies. <laughs> people, like people, the Americans, first you the fucking America, uh, us man, we were shooting at sounds, movements. <laughs> fucking, they shot our helicopter. We, we, we had we had wounded, and the the first time they came in to get the wounded man, they shot the helicopter. They didn't get picked up. They had to come back. It was fucking chaos, man. Like there's there's some parts of it I still don't even remember. It's like patchy, like like. Leading up to getting, you know, killing at point blank range. And that's real, man. Leading up to that and after that is a little patchy. You know, I I got the, you know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Got the PTSD. I feel you. So you saw him come out the grass, right? What happened? Like, he came out of the. I thought, I saw him come out the grass about three, four meters in front of me. But it was dark and I had night vision on. I thought he was a third squad guy. Like, I, I was still trying to focus. So when he when he initially came out, all I saw was an outline. I thought he was a third squad guy. I thought he was might have been somebody from the raiding element for for some reason. I, I couldn't positively identify. Well, then that's good. That's still training to, in my eye because we had we had friendly crossfire one time. Don't y'all know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know what I'm saying because oh, yeah. you can't go out there all willy nilly. You know what I mean? Trying to put no, your yeah. boys down range. Mm-hmm. You so, got to pick your to target. Me, that's that's training for sure. You mentioned that earlier that that your training kicked in, and that, exactly. to me, that's exactly it. It, it did. You got to you got the reflexes got to be good, and and the eyes and mind got to be good as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Yeah, yeah, that's hundred percent, man. Yeah. Hey, there, was people that, there were other people that night that maybe night might not have done that. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. That's Yo, did you did he uh, did he fire him, try to try to fire his weapon at you? You know he was well. What happened was is he he jumped out and this all is, is like in a span of like maybe ten to fifteen seconds. He jumps out. They start engaging him. They don't get him because he's behind a a kind of like a a berm of reed lines. Mm-hmm. So I see him. I start, and I, I don't I didn't warn him. The newspaper said I warned him. I didn't warn him. I named I yelled out the password because I couldn't focus 
to see if he was a third squad guy or the enemy. What was the password? Uh, it was like um, pancakes. Ranger and Rick or some stupid shit like that. Like, you know, Ranger, you they were all Rick. stupid. That's I know, they were all stupid. That, that was the fucking point. I know. <laughs> Why is Penguin, this, Ice Castle. It, it, could, yeah. it could be blue and ice cream. They yeah. don't give a fuck how you do it. Once we knew we got that word that, hey, the sky is nice yeah. and blue. The ice cream is hot and melty. Yeah. What the fuck yeah. is that shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? It comes out the grass and then you pop it. Well, well, yeah. So, That's so he hears me yell the password and he starts coming towards me with his AK pointed up at his hip. I could mm. see down the AK and, um, I start, I start shooting from the hip because I have no time. I, I just didn't have time to go all the way up to full ready. So I started shooting at the hip. He had, as he was coming at me, he did a dip kind of bow out of my fire but he came back in line and when he came back in line my barrel was like literally touching the flesh of his chest and i was still firing so i went bah, bah. nice and uh his my rifle was so hot i'll put it to you this my rifle was so hot from firing that his wound didn't even bleed he was cauterized cauterized <laughs> he didn't even bleed out at all dang <laughs> <laughs> Who are we gonna get to play you in your in the movie about you? No. <laughs> I'll, do I'll do it. I need a paycheck, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how? When did y'all find out that this dude was who he was? Oh man, like there was a lull in the fire. We brought up the interpreter, and the CO was like uh, Captain Hurd. He was like, "You know that guy?" He's like, "Nah, I don't know that motherfucker. I don't know who he is." I was like, "Well, he got into some shit tonight, didn't he?" <laughs> He's like, yeah. That was the fucking paperwork. That's what I, was Dude, I found out. They they put out. Um, who was it that was almost got busted down? Who? Uh, 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 for uh, shooting, right right after that reporter had got shot. You're talking about That's he it. shot that dude. Remember when he just <laughs> shot that dude? <laughs> yeah, he shot him in the back. back they already take his fucking rank for that shit. They did. Man. They did take his they rank. Mm-hmm. They put him in Bravo. Company. And then everybody out here went ask. Why can't you win that war? Why can't you win that war? Well, we got these <laughs> things called rules of engagement. We got you know rules. I mean? And they those motherfuckers know that, and they mm-hmm. take advantage of those loopholes. They, you they, hear they, what they I'm do. saying? Yeah, and then we get in trouble for doing what we felt was, hey, I felt I was fearing for my life. You know, yeah. although it's kind of hard to fear for your life if a man's back to you. But that's another story. I, I wasn't there for that I one. I was not there. I wasn't I there think for that it was one. such a reflex thing. Yeah, but you're waiting for it, man. You're scared. You're scared. You're scared. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That should be enough. I feared for my life. As far as I'm concerned, you know, it is what it is. You know what I mean? I mean, it's combat, bro. He man. wasn't just, he didn't, they didn't just kill him in front, like in front of his house, though. Apparently, like he was, he was, like I think they said it was like, when he was waving traffic. We had a TCP yeah. set up. Yeah, and he was telling people to go we away. Was, we had a TCP set up, and he was getting people to stop and turn around. And when they went over to confront him, but well, why the fuck you doing that? That's when he ran. Well, now even before that, the thing is, we have the signs, man, on those TCPs. Do we not? 
hey, oh, yeah, do, warning yeah, sign. don't, yeah, yeah don't mean? drive this way. Let me keep so, driving this way. And if they do so, there'll be a warning shot, right? Yeah, and that yeah. warning shot's not out of it's supposed to be up. You know? And then we'll, then we'll point at you. You I mean, I remember some of these rules engaged. I know it's been a long time, but I'm sure. Oh, you know. Like hostile action, hostile intent, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. It's not illegal to walk down the street with an RPG in Iraq. <laughs> yeah. But if he points, that's hostile yeah, action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if he points that RPG well, at you, at you like, that's what? hostile intent. You then you uh, are cleared to hunt to kill. You want me to wait you <laughs> <laughs> Hughes told me is that if you see anybody with an RPG, you kill that motherfucker. You, yeah, because there's no, who's, nobody's hunting, hog hunting in Iraq with an RPG. Yeah. You know, that's all being yeah, political. It Remember, it changed to the hearts and minds yeah. at that point in time, yo. <laughs> speaking of that, hey, speaking of that, we have Mama Keller here herself. You want to come over? Oh, we're just getting emotional because, you know, we love this man. He's a good oh, man. He's a good dude, military. man. We know what y'all go through. He's a we're a family. Dude. We are family, man. And like I said, man, it's so weird. You know, I could not talk to these guys in so long. And we could come here and just all be together. And it's just like we never skipped the beat, man. Never skipped the beat, man. And it's crazy because we remember, but, you know, it's weird because the country, the country forgets, you know, country moves on. Everybody moves on. But it's just like this weekend, it's Memorial Day weekend. We have, you know, the memories of our brothers are still with us, man. Until the day we die, these guys will be with us forever. Forever. And, man, I can't tell you how happy I am to be here. And I mean, for I mean, I remember I used to talk to your mom, cops. I used to talk to your mom on the phone in Iraq, and back at drums, she'd be like, "Take care of my son," and I always told her I would, you know. And I did my best, man. We looked after free, we looked after each other all these time. Me and Randy, bro, they had to separate me and your ass, dog. We were, they had to separate our asses because we were. I was so damn mad. Hey, man, y'all can't be in the same vehicle no more. Like, why the fuck not? Man, <laughs> half the time was you, you just you have a smarter mind than the other one. Nobody likes that, and you have two smart minds. There's yo, no yeah, yo, they, yeah. Minds, you know, it, can't it, let it, us it, all it get together. We might take over. <laughs> yeah, yo, it's uh, man, it's been so good, dude. H hungry wills will be we will be suppressed by others. You know what I mean? Oh, bro, yeah, they we were strong souls. You good, be Jeffrey? Suppressed by others. So right now, man, uh, we got Jeff's brother here, or excuse me, Josh's brother here, Jeff, man, and I think it's the first time hearing some of these stories about what Iraq was like for us back in the day and some of the things this brother's done, and man, it's, you know, I see people read about war and they watch movies, but it's another thing when you're actually there and experience it, and then when you get to hear your family members talk about the things they saw and experienced in combat, you know, you, you don't want to picture somebody you love being able to do something so brutal. But that is what war is. War is brutal. You have to become a savage in order to fight. And see, people, that's what makes me upset about America right now, that people want to be free, but people don't know what it takes for this country to be free. You know, it's people like my boy over here, Randy Guerra, my dude over here, Josh Cox. It's people like this that keep America free. Our friends, Sergeant Packer, Stephen Packer, Reisner, Baker from a Bravo Company, man. I mean, just, man, the list of names goes on. You know, I just posted on my Facebook today, like, just there's so many names of guys that we know that we serve with that have died and that are no longer here. Sergeant Santo Silva, 
You know, he died mm-hmm. in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. You know, just so many guys. Guys that you think that guys people that like families, families, man. man. Guys that were Wives, the best. Children. They were the best soldiers you could ever imagine, you know. And they're not supposed to die because they're the best of us, man. Yeah. But they're no longer here, and that's why I tell people we have to continue to fight for this country because right now America is under attack, but not from outside. America is under attack from within. Mm-hmm. And see, what people don't realize is we have to keep the sacrifices, the blood that we have shed since our inception. We have to keep that. We have to honor that sacrifice. We can't let socialism and communism seep into this country because when we do that, that makes all the blood that has been spilled by our brothers with us and those that came before us worthless yeah. and pointless. I ain't snitching for communism, man. I'm not snitching for communism, and that's why I say, as long as I'm alive and breathing. You know what I mean? Hey, bro, I feel you, bro. I feel you, man. And people are trying to usher that into our country, and that is not not what America was built on or founded on. We were built and founded on freedom. But it's now we're at this place in our country. It's this weird time where it's so weird where we say 9-11, don't forget. I remember what life was like before 9-11. I remember what it was like after 9-11. But our country has already forgotten in our our younger generation, they don't know what it was like. So they have like no emotional, no emotion attached to it. It's just a video to them on YouTube. Well, but I remember watching it live. Everybody wants to use uh, uh, ignorance as a, a reason to continue being stupid, making dumb choices. You know what I mean? Like it, it, they want, I know they say ignorance is bliss, but to me it's like, that shouldn't, it's okay to be ignorant to something, but after you found out, hey, okay, I didn't know, or I, or I did something wrong, then it becomes your mission, your job to learn how to, to be knowledgeable and now how to do it properly. Yeah. Now we use it as a blanket, like the like Baptists. Well, you know, I'm Baptist. I'm not hating, but you know, we use Pentecostal grace, son. We use grace, grace very loosely. Yes, know? I'm under grace. Now that should make it a license for me to go fucking do all the wrong shit yeah. or yeah. curse like I'm doing. You know what I mean? I'm gonna you know, go kill twenty hookers, but I'm <laughs> yeah. still going to heaven. I'm okay because I'm, <laughs> I'm under okay. grace. I'm, I'm under going to grace. You know, I heard my pastor say one time that we put God's love above his judgment. And I was like, you know, that hit me so heavy where it's like, you know, we still have, we have to have some sort of standard. And that's what's wrong with the country now. We have completely gone and have like no standards. It's almost whatever goes. Yeah. And I tell people this is so weird because people don't understand why me as a black man, why I'm deeply conservative, why I love my country so much. Because I say, man, I'm black, but dude, that is not how I identify. I identify as an American. I'm proud to be an American because I fought next to these two guys here. Complete different skin colors, man, but none of that freaking mattered. All that mattered was when we were under fire, under IEDs, sniper attack. These guys here were by my side and fought to make sure I got home, and I gave them the same thing. I fought to make sure that they got home as well. Yeah. And thank God, man, we are be able to, we are able to be here, fifteen years later, fifteen years, and nothing. You know, our lives have changed personally, but we are still the same guys, man. Yeah. We were twenty, nineteen, twenty years old when we crossed that berm to go to Iraq, and we're back home now in America. We've gone on with our lives. Some of you know, we got families. You know, we're going careers. You know, we've had our own battles, but the fact that we are still here when so many did not come back. It just says something. The fact that we just here and we just love each other and care about each other through all of this crap. We don't see each other as black, you know, Hispanic, Mexican. None of that matters, man. None of that matters. You know, his mom, his mom, you know, 
Mama Keller, she's here. I've I never met her a Unless day in my life. Never met her. I talked to her, yo. Your buddy just a fucking pierce. You know, but you know, I it's got lost coming out. Of <laughs> but it's just so beautiful, yeah. That I've never met her, and she embraces me like her own her own child. Amen. And I've so, always wanted to meet her, and now I'm actually actually able to meet her, and it's just so surreal. This. I love you too, man. <laughs> love all y'all, man. Love all y'all, man. We all get, we starting to get emotional. I got tears in my eyes. I'm a grown ass man crying. To, got grown men in here crying. Well, hey, drinking boy, bourbon. Boy, the best kids, <laughs> Mexican leprechaun over here talking shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the rap battles, dog. The rap battles. Meet those MVGs. Bro, the, uh, I, uh, one of the funniest things I remember, bro, being on the bus, me and him went around the entire day, and we saw this old ass black dude. He was just like, this dude looked like he should have been like an E8. Yeah, <laughs> he had like he was like a PFC or E4, and he looked just like. Remember, remember, he looked like Beetlejuice from uh, <laughs> Howard Stern. A T. Oh, that shit was hilarious, bro. Oh, the dumb shit we remember, lie. man. That Mama Duke said, "Let boy." Look, I every time you keep mentioning the buses over there, all I remember is the buses in Kuwait. The purple buses, bro. The purple buses. I ain't trying to scream, but it's too late. You can't use some JB now, motherfuckers. But I tell you what, there are plenty females. Out there giving them handsies on them motherfucking buses. <laughs> so that's where you found me when I was waiting. Look at this dude, man. Look at this dude. I stay faithful Thank the whole time. Thank you for so. your <laughs> I appreciate you. Yo, See, I had no idea about that. Yeah. I didn't know about that. The booze. I knew. Yeah. I did not know about any of that, bro. I appreciate their service for real. <laughs> yeah. Some people just in the know. Yo, hey, the Porta Johns. Apparently, everybody was uh, visiting the Porta Johns to get it on. What did uh, what did Will Ferrell say in uh, the campaign? If it's a rocket, don't come a knocking. Yeah. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna get ready to end this podcast, man. I hope y'all have tuned in. But before we go, we got to end this with a word. We're gonna have a moment of silence for all of our fallen brothers that we have lost over the last twenty some odd years of war in this country, and those that have come before us, those that stormed the beaches of Normandy. I and mean, the guys that fought in Vietnam, I mean, everybody to the revolutionary world, everybody that started this, it takes the blood, it takes human sacrifice so that we can continue to live free. And the best we can do is honor them with a moment of silence. So if you would, just bow your head in a moment of silence. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all for tuning in to the Iron Pits podcast and the 15-year reunion, man. I love you all. Thank you all for tuning in. Remember, please share. Please visit my page on Podbean. Like, leave a comment, and share, please. Let's get the message out, and let's continue to honor those that have sacrificed everything so that we may continue to live free. This is the Iron Pits Podcast. I'll see you all in the next one.